Welcome to Geekly Dose. I'm your producer, Jesse Sedgley. And now your hosts, Tim Bridgewater and Stephen Nocentelli. Hello, hello, everyone. We are back with episode two of Geekly Dose. Already? We actually, we actually made it to a second week, and that's Jeez. that's that's very unheard of in the world of pot. No, it's not really that unheard of. Um, but yeah, yes, Call we, me in two years. <laughs> we're very happy to be back for the second episode. We hope you guys enjoyed the first one. Um, Stick around. We have a lot of interesting things coming up uh, on this episode. Stephen, how are you today? Uh, well, I have a fresh cut for the podcast, and I'm Stephen does. Have I'm a fresh sure cut everyone today. will enjoy uh, looking at my hair. Got all dressed for up this, for the podcast. For this one, yeah. Yes, uh, <laughs> Stephen did have a uh, what some would consider a uh, very massive afro. I wouldn't call uh, it massive. Time. It was pretty. It was pretty substantial. It I got remember. in the way of the headphones, <laughs> <laughs> which is the real reason why you got well. It, right? Don't tell anybody. <laughs> Steven, of course, is uh, in, uh, an artist. Yes, of and course. Uh, I do the comic strip, uh, Real Super, which can be read online. That's the little internet thing everybody's been talking about lately. <laughs> that the we- Yeah, I know. The website is uh, real-super.com, and it's, uh, it's full of jovial uh, jovialness. <laughs> And I, of course, am Tim Bridgewater. I'm an actor, screenwriter. Um, I have a YouTube channel with a lot of reviews and such like that. You can check them out. Uh, TimDog326 on YouTube. Our producer, Jesse, also has some information. Look him up. Sedgley Films. S-E-I-D-U-L-E Films on YouTube. So now I'm going to talk a little bit about uh, what we're going to talk about today on today's uh, show. And I'm stumbling a lot. Um, I do have a red striped beard in front of me. So. Yes. I'm would, not saying that that's why uh-huh. I'm stumbling. Would you, would you say intoxicated but, or inebriated? No, no, I would, no definitely <laughs> okay. not on that level. It's just, it's just number two. So, um, as always, we're going to begin. Unprofessional. Uh, oh, <laughs> we're going to begin uh, with a dose of geek and entertainment news, um, which is going to be on what's commonly at the moment being referred to as Turtle Gate. Everything is a gate. So. Uh, you know, that sounds like it's going to be a very interesting topic. Um, and there's going to be something involving Batman in there as well. Um, and then I'm actually going to do a movie review this week. Unlike last episode where we did a discussion on the Avengers. Yeah. Today I'll actually do a movie review on Clash of the Titans, the uh, 2010 uh, film. The, uh, the newer one, not the original. Um, and then we're going to oh, go you're not going to do the original? Really? That, that would have been so... Well, I, I'm going to mention uh-huh. the original a little okay. bit in there. Just a little bit. Then we're going to take it on to Preview Review, which is a uh, segment where our producer, Jesse, will play a trailer for us uh, that neither of us have seen, and we will give our responses live, and we will predict whether or not that we think the trailer would be a uh, teaser pleaser or a trailer failure. Yes, you said it right. I did. And then we're going to take it back to <laughs> Mr. Steven. Uh, he's going to do a game review of... Saints Row the Third. Not the second, the third. No, no. Okay. The second was only called Two. Fail. Yeah, I know. They, uh, <laughs> they didn't want to call this one just Three. So they put the That third. would be too typical, right? Yeah. And then we're going to... Uh, well, Steven's actually going to head up and he's going to have a comic review for us this week also. Yes, it's going to be... be uh, checking out for that. The New Avengers number one. It's an older issue, but uh, I've got some interesting things to say about it. Okay, good. Glad to hear about that. A lot of Avengers comics coming out, obviously, because the film is coming yes. out, right? <laughs> and then we're going to, uh, of course, come back with another dose of geek and entertainment news. Uh, something involving Angry Birds. So stay tuned for that if you're a fan of that game, um, which mostly everybody on the planet is. Yes. Except for me. Well, that's because um, you're a loser. Well, that's true in some 
ways. <clears throat> and then we're going to wrap it up and talk about what we're going to talk about for next week's show, if we have decided on that yet, which we probably haven't. No. But uh, anyway, so. I might, no. What? No. I, I mean, for next week, I think I have an idea, but that's completely irrelevant. <laughs> <laughs> so unlike our last uh, episode, this we're, well, at least we're, we're going to aim for a shorter runtime this time. Yeah. Uh, last time was the first episode, so it was kind of a big version of everything. And this time we're going to mm-hmm. try to keep it relatively short, but not too short. Well, let's if be you're... honest. We, we rambled on. We didn't. Yeah. Uh, we did not ramble. Okay. Um, we're going to make sure you get your dose in, though, guys. So yeah. don't worry about that. So we're going to begin with the dose of geek and entertainment news. Take it away, Jesse. All right, this week in Geek News, we have something called Turtlegate, and I'm sure this has spread to your ears already. Uh, we talked a long time last week about the Ninja Turtles movie. We did. And yeah. our voices were heard by the director. Can you believe it? <laughs> oh. So, ready your torches and pitchforks and prepare for true nerd rage, because that director, Mr. Michael Bay, heard that what we said last week. He wanted to be clear to our listeners that his... his Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles will be aliens, <laughs> which they are mutants. It's right there in the freaking yeah, title. Come on. Change it to T-A-N-T. Taint. Taint. They are yeah. tainting the picture. It is. Turtle taint. Turtle taint. <laughs> uh, Don't the... Google that, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder, turtle taint. Tur- uh, here's a clip uh, if you haven't seen it well, actually, or heard it. Before you hit play on that, I just want to... Uh-huh. Uh, just so nobody misunderstands, um, Michael Bay is actually the producer. Yeah, he's, the he's producer. not directing it. Oh, okay, yeah, well he is sure. involved. Deeply. Yeah, <laughs> which well, he's the one that announced the the change. Right, right. Well, so, him, him being involved at all is enough to piss everyone off. Whoa. So it doesn't even matter what he's doing if he was just like a, 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 a gaffer or something. Yeah, well, I'm sure there will be lots of cutaways and explosions. <laughs> okay, sorry. All right, here we go, uh, Michael Bay, and um, and the ten. This will be followed by. Um, a response by one of the original uh, stars of the original film. Oh, Disney wow. Movie, kids are going to believe one day that these turtles actually do exist when we are done with this. Movie. I already believe they exist. These turtles are from an alien race, and they are going to be tough, edgy, funny, and completely lovable. <laughs> of course, Raph's pissed off about it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> It didn't take more than a couple minutes after this went public for fans to revolt and take to the interwebs of the wrath of a thousand foot soldiers. Uh, perhaps season on the notion that moviegoers are willing to pay hundreds of millions of dollars to see... Um... Their childhoods raped? <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah, definitely that. Um, but um, Bay responds, fans need to take a breath and chill. They have not yet read the script. And our team is working closely with one of the original creators of Ninja Turtles to help expand and give more complex backstory. Yes. He's changing it completely. Eastman, I believe, not Larry. Yeah. Um, you don't know. Yeah, he continues to say, uh, relax, we're including everything that made you become fans in the first place. We're just building a richer world, end quote. Okay. And uh, yeah, Peter, Peter Laird uh, posted yeah. in his blog. Laird. Yeah, he said he's no longer in control of the property, but he thinks it's possible that it might work. Well, I don't. So, <laughs> the end. End of podcast. Let's roll credits. I mean, I just don't understand how you can change their... They're mutants. They're not aliens. If they are aliens, 
are, are we assuming that they still come to Earth young? What does that make Splinter? Is he even involved? Does he not mutate? If there's no Splinter, is there even a Shredder, a Rokusagi, a Matsuyoshi? Yeah, that whole back Any of those? Like, like what what does that mean? He's, he's, he's changing something so fundamental that, that it's, it's changing everything. Yeah. Well, I have to say that, um, and wow, I'm probably going to get like, persecuted for this oh goodness but okay here, here, here's here's the thing give me my pitchfork no i <laughs> no no i i am completely no i i totally agree 100 percent that he shouldn't change that okay I'm all I'm, I'm it pisses me off too however i do agree with him in the sense that you know what we haven't read the script so we don't we don't know the exact angle they're planning to approach the story with. Like, I think when people think aliens, they automatically jump to the most extreme. Right. Uh, I mean, there were that, aliens in the, you know, in their their universe, and that's why it's not there that were much mutants, of a stretch. Other right? dimensional beings. I don't know what Crane counted as, but he was. I think it was from Dimension X. There you go. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, okay. Granted, I just, I just don't. I, I just, I don't know. This upsets me. At a personal level. Yeah. Personal. (laughs) I mean, yeah. I mean, look. Beside myself. On our last episode, we all talked about how much we love the Turtles. So there's no question about that. It just kind of becomes a a manner of having to take a step outside Mm -hmm. of that and try to see the bigger picture. You know, in terms of it might be cool to see a different approach. It might be cool to see a more creative, uh, just a different origin story. I mean, I'm, I'm always open to new ideas and I don't want to shoot it down until I like get a plot synopsis or a trailer or, or a little bit more information about it. But I mean like when has this worked out? This like changing something like that. Mm-hmm. Like I mean okay uh, Dragon Ball that worked out. Them changing that. Hey, and I, su- I supported that, <laughs> yeah, that was a personal the whole attack. time and I'm the biggest <laughs> Dragon Ball Z fan on the face of the planet and I support the movie just because for that reason I just wanted to see it first and then determine that it sucked. Okay. It, it but, did, but I mean, ultimately. like, the trend currently in movies, with all these comic book movies that's coming out, is that you stay faithful to the source and you don't change all kinds of stuff that doesn't need to change and people like it because they like it. I just, I don't, I don't see the reason to, to say it. I don't even know why he announced. Like, was this just some kind of, like, preemptive strike? Like, it's going to come out eventually, <laughs> so I might as well tell well, everybody to that prepare they're everybody from it. Mars. Well, like I said, he was listening to this podcast. Oh, right. <laughs> okay, I need to speak well, up. Well, if he's still listening, yeah. no, I'm not going <laughs> to. I mean, it's, Here we go. you know, there's, 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 there's always some change when, when uh, film, you know, these things are being adapted to a film. But it's a already been a film. Like, right. And right. it worked. And, and even those films had some changes in it. You know what I mean? Like, if you really want to compare it to the original, original source material, okay, even yeah. the films that came out before weren't 100% accurate. So, this is just another interpretation mm-hmm. of, of that. And, once again, I'm not happy about it. But, at the same time, it's like it's not like it's the most far-fetched thing ever that the Turtles could be aliens, considering they dealt with aliens all the time. Right? All right. I mean, I, okay, the bottom line is, <laughs> I'm still going to see it. <laughs> and that, and, and you know something, he that's, still has my seven dollars. Well, that, that's the thing about like a lot of people that are, are complaining about it. You know, a lot of people. I don't understand why everybody hates Michael Bay so much. I mean, he, I can, I can see. I, you know, I think it comes from his uh, lack of being a good director. 
But other than that, <laughs> well, that's debatable. Just that minor. Yeah. Setback. Okay. It is. No, okay. See, that is debatable. He, I'm sure you know, as a director on set, maybe you know, I'm sure he's good at like the actual directing, you know, managing people and all that stuff. I don't know. It's just it just depends on what you're CG, directing. You know what I mean? Like if you're directing kind of pointless action films, yeah. Michael Bay's the greatest director yeah. of all time. Transformers were very pretty. They looked real. Every time I watch the Transformers <laughs> oh, movies, I'm yeah. thinking like, where did they get these actual robots from? Because clearly they had to film actual robots for them to look that good. But then when right. you break down the movie to like the story, they just fall apart. So I agree, especially in the second one. Maybe maybe it'll help that he's not actually directing those turtles. And that's another thing. I think people are forgetting the fact that Michael Bay is not directing this film. So he won't necessarily have the final say on everything. I forget the name of the guy who is the actual director. Yeah, uh, I, don't, I don't know. But, you know, it's just one of those things to where just wait a little bit and kind of see what you get from it and then kind of raise hell after that. Well, I mean, Peter Laird goes on to say on his blog, um, he muses that there are, uh, if there's another planet of turtles, then there's going to be a whole planet full of these turtles. Yes. Therefore making them insignificant and everything like that. Also, what I don't, like, are they still technically ninjas if they weren't, like, raised with Japanese culture? It's a whole planet of ninjas and turtles. They wouldn't be ninjas because that is an (laughs) earthling, like, concept of ninjas. They would be something else. I think that a lot of the fans are thinking the same way you are. Yes. Uh, They're probably reading too much into it at this point. I think as far as them being alien, I don't think any of that stuff is going to change. Okay. I really don't. I really think there's still going to be baby turtles mm-hmm. f- discovered and raised as ninjas with you know Japanese culture and stuff like that. I think when it comes to the alien thing, that'll just be their origin. That okay, they they came from another dimension, but everything else will be the same. You know, right, so I don't think we, it'll play much. We switch the mutagen ooze with. Martian Why not? Landscapes. I mean, it, we have mutagen ooze in one hand, and yes. we have them being aliens in another. Like, I would love really that ooze big of a in difference. One hand, by the way, <laughs> I would love that in one hand. Well, like I said, I, it, it angers me too. But I, you know, as a aspiring screenwriter, I can I can I can view things from a film standpoint, which means I have to take a step out of it and view you know what how can we make a film that'll appeal to everyone instead of just the core fan base sure. of a franchise. So I can kind of see, but I mean, if the movie sucks, I'll be the first fucking person to say that it sucks. Yeah. You know? Laird's on the fence too, but uh, Kevin Eastman is 100% behind Bay's vision, quoted as saying awesome when it came to Bay's ideas. He didn't say Kawabunga? He did not. Oh, that was a missed opportunity. Perfect opportunity. opportunity. That, was, that really was. <laughs> and that, that's another point, is that if the creators are okay with it, then everybody else needs to chill the hell out. You know, I mean... You know, they this is their baby, and if they're saying everybody it's cool, then, then it's who cool. are we to not be cool about it? At least for now. Right? I'm looking forward to the uh, the new toys, like the Ninja Turtle spaceships. Oh, <laughs> Do you think they'll be uh, plastic like the original, or like rubbery like the old movie toys? Remember those? Uh-huh. They were like, <laughs> yeah, I have one of those. Rubbery. Actually, I have two now, thanks to Jesse's wife. Uh, <laughs> I now have Leonardo in addition to Michelangelo. Uh, well, I had oh, Michelangelo, man. but I lost his uh, his headband tassel, I guess you would call it, because for some reason it was completely detachable and right. extremely yeah, it losable. Is. It is. So, you know, he was just bald. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow I keep managing to find mine every time I misplace it. Don't vacuum. <laughs> well, the great thing about this turtle thing in this day and age is with Twitter and all this other social media, we're able to speak up and to make changes when otherwise they would just move forward with this movie. Yeah. And uh, another example of people speaking up 
Ah, and yes, of course. Uh, in the video game world. All right, so there's this little unknown game called Mass Effect 3. Never heard of it. Uh, oh, really? <laughs> well, it's... Uh, I wouldn't call it epic because it's so unknown. But the ending was so disappointing to its fans, apparently. And they spoke up so vocally that uh, Bioware, the studio, the developers, decided, okay, we'll change the ending to our own story to appease the fans. I don't think that they should do this. Like, just from an artistic standpoint. I agree. You know, that was the ending they they intended for it to have just because a couple people... You know, went to their blog and said, I didn't understand the Star Child. Then, you know, they shouldn't have to change it. Stand, stand by your creation. You know what I mean? That's what I say. Like, if you, if you put it out there, there's a reason for it. Yeah. And if people don't like it, you don't, you don't just change it. You know what I mean? Like, that's it's kind of a, a, a cop out and, and, you know, yeah. well, the easy way out, in my opinion. Apparently, I've never played any of the games, so I can't really speak on that aspect of it. Well, well I, th- I think what it is is that the games involve so much... Uh, personal choice it's one of those games where like you're constantly you know making a choice and you know people live and die depending on what you do and it truly changes the course of every single game because your save file from the first game carries over to the second which then carries over to the third so all of those choices really matter if somebody died for you but didn't die for me they're dead for you in part three and they're still alive for me and so maybe because it's so personal maybe that's why people took it so personally but uh uh bioware I guess they listened and they caved because they announced that uh, come April, they will officially announce, uh, I guess, an expansion to the ending to further explain some of the things that people didn't particularly like. I don't know. I just, I don't see, it's, it's just a bad idea. I mean, could you imagine that if, if every, if every company that ever made something caved in to the pressure of its critics, then every ending to everything we've ever known would be different. But we would have a better Star Wars prequel. I knew that was coming up. <laughs> For some reason, I knew that oh, was going to come Indiana up. And Indiana Jones. Don't forget that fourth uh, oh, abomination. Yeah. But other than, that, other than that, there, there's a certain artistic integrity that you have to have when you create something. I mean, yeah, you're sharing yeah. it with the masses, but it is still your creation. I totally agree. Mm-hmm. I totally agree. I wouldn't do it. No, would I. <laughs> no. Mistake. Oh, <laughs> epic fail. <laughs> All right, well... um, if you're a Batman fan and you like Joel Schumacher's Batman, which we are. Oh, oh. <laughs> on second thought. Is this going to involve? Took the uh, turn. Is this going to involve silver nipples by any chance? God, I hope hopefully. So. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but if you're a fan of Joel Schumacher's Batman and Cirque du Soleil, oh, once oh, again, I see where this is going. I'm, I'm, I'm envisioning nipples at this very moment. <laughs> okay, well, Not we got I the show don't. for you because Batman Live, a live stage show, is based on the Dark Knight. It's coming. To the U.S. from England. Uh, Wait, the, does that mean that it's like actually currently going on in England? It is currently I've going on. I've never heard of this. Yeah, if you go to uh, BatmanLive.com, they have some oh. videos on there. kind of reminds me, going back to Turtles, of their live stage show. Sure. Actually, <laughs> it reminds me of uh, the Spider-Man debacle. Yeah, and that, how... didn't, that didn't end well. No one no. has died on this, okay. as far as I know of. Yeah. All right. So there, there haven't been any people like walking away missing limbs. No. Yeah, they're Yet. not on their Yet. third Riddler or anything okay. like that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but it's a forty-two person cast, includes Batman and Robin as it well as. It will soon be a four-person cast. Yes. From what I understand. Hopefully, that the mortality rate of these Broadway productions is correct. <laughs> it's a very morbid crowd yeah. heading to the Spider-Man thing. Going to go to this one too. Uh, it also has the Joker, uh, Catwoman. The Riddler, Harley Quinn, Poison Ivy, and the Penguin. 
And okay. so far, there are dates in California, New Mexico, Nevada, Oklahoma, and Colorado. Um, so and the, I won't see it. Well, they're still saying. announcing more. The closest to us is Oklahoma City. Wow. But, you know, you can see more on that at BatmanLive.com. So I what do y'all think about uh, a live Batman show? I mean, I don't know. I guess it could work. I I don't I don't know. I've never seen a, a, a live production of something so, like, fantastical. I don't know yeah. how the Spider-Man show is. I've heard that it's horrible. Mm-hmm. And I've heard that uh, the songs don't make sense given the context. But I don't know. Maybe, maybe it could work. You know? I don't believe there's, you know, songs like where Batman breaks out into song okay. on the slide. Well, you said it's like Cirque du Soleil. Yeah, so yeah. It's, it's, it's more... It's just performance, right? Yeah, it's more it like interpretive, interpretive yeah. dance. You know, less but, ballet. You know, there's a Batmobile and all that stuff. And I've seen some screenshots and videos of it where um, basically they take up the whole... S- the whole stadium floor, like, you know, say mm-hmm. a football field size. Oh, so it's like it's in the round, as they say. Yeah, and mm-hmm. people sit around it, and then they have a whole buildup of Gotham City. Mm-hmm. And then behind that, um, they have the backing of the stage and everything, sure. and just a bunch of stuff happens. And they have a ba- Can I live there, it sounds? I believe they <laughs> If the are... Batmobile is working, don't tell them I stole it. Uh, right. Don't tell them I was the one that drove it off the way. It the actually Batmobile doesn't work. Is. It moves very unnaturally on oh, the stage. Okay. Is it? Oh, it's, it's probably like a some, like a hollow cardboard cut it out, is. It's and like, like people inside of it, like walking. It's like two plates, <laughs> and like the wheels are just neon circles. Yeah. You can't see me right now, but I'm doing a great pantomime. Yes, of, uh, yes. what it would look like. <laughs> He's doing an entire production of yes. Cirque du Soleil in here. But anyway, uh, more news later, and this has been <laughs> Jesse Sedgley with your first stoke of. Dose of Geekly News. <laughs> oh, are they toking the news now? Goodness uh, yes, gracious. I'm toking the news. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll say this little thing about that. I know you've already passed it on. Sorry. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I, I pretty much agree with you. I think it can work. I mean, there's yeah. no reason. These things, they can work. They always adapt, you know, these properties into some sort of uh, stage player production after a while. And I mean, if it's done correctly. Least, it'll look good yeah, visually. If it's, if it's done correctly, then it's done correctly. Yeah. So, I don't know. Right. I'd imagine it's going to be very dark in that theater. Yes. Yeah. Lots of. Well, uh, I'm sure there'll be lots of neon, though. If oh, it's based oh, on, Sh- yeah. on Schumacher's Batman, everything they'll have will be... the uh, the hockey team from Hell. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, whatever that. Uh, wait, was like who was in the the Neon City with like Coolio or somebody ridiculous like that? I don't oh, really remember. I don't even want to remember. Okay. If Coolio <laughs> was involved, I don't. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think... I'm sure he would have been cut out, just like he was cut out of Daredevil. I don't think he would have been involved. But there was definitely, like, a, a whole neon uh, underground city that uh, everybody chill. I completely forgot about uh, Arnold. Batman and Robin? That's yeah. Yeah. Um, what is, what's this about Coolio getting cut out of Daredevil? Uh, Did you was, say something about that? Was he supposed to be in it? Yeah, he's in the director's cut. Really? Yeah, he's got well, like a whole subplot. Well, in all, in all, you know, to be fair and honest about it, I've only actually seen Daredevil like once, mm-hmm. and it was so horrible. There's no other cut that I would want to see. That would be okay. okay. You know what? I kind of like Including Daredevil. Directors. I'm gonna say it. I kind of uh, like the movie. Well, I think we know what we're talking about next week is gonna be Steven versus Tim on, oh, the on Daredevil. Daredevil. Debate, okay. which I'm sure would turn into a fight, because I, <laughs> I'm very passionate about how much I hate that film. Okay. Well, wow. I have no response to that. Wow, People you learn. win. You win. Learn this angry side of Tim. Yeah, no, <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's the beer. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, uh, you didn't have to throw it at the wall. <laughs> <laughs> well, luckily I ducked. So. <laughs> okay, well, 
At this point, I'm going to go into a movie review mm-hmm. of a little film called Clash of the Titans, which I came out that. in uh, 2010, um, which is, of course, a remake of the 1981 uh, Clash of the Titans films. Loosely have you, have based, I would say. Uh, I've seen both. Yeah, I would say that also. I would yeah. say it's also loosely based. Jesse, have you seen either? Nope. Wow. Not wow. even the original? <laughs> like when you were like a little it's kid? I saw maybe. the original as a kid. But it's like, been so long. I want to say I was in school and they showed it to the class. I don't mm-hmm. know why, but yeah, that was the, probably the first time I saw that it. Was and then I, I saw it like right before seeing the new one in the theaters. Okay. Cool. Well, that's cool. Um, I decided um, to watch Clash of the Titans for my review. And there are two reasons for that. Um, the, the first reason is because I don't know if you guys have seen the trailer for Wrath of the Titans. It looks the, good. The sequel. Yeah. But it looks pretty freaking amazing. So... That kind of made me say, well, you know something? I really need to go ahead and watch the first one. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though I had seen the original one before. But, you know, I don't like to just go see sequels without watching the first one. You know, that's just insane, right? So I decided to check out Clash of Titans. Oh, even though I, I, I kind of knew that the... Uh, I already knew that it was getting bad reviews. So I wasn't really expecting much. Um, and I said I had two reasons, but for some reason I can't remember the other reason now. That Tim can't count. <laughs> oh, it's because, well, um, my old roommate slash friend Mike gave me a, uh, uh, like a gift certificate thing to like the uh, iTunes store for my birthday. Oh, okay. So, I, you know, I had so 25 bucks to, to spend. Sure. Right. So I rented it through iTunes. How much which, is it to rent a movie on iTunes? Uh, it was two ninety nine, a standard definition. Uh-huh. And, and this was an indication that... This movie was not that good. There was not an HD version of okay. it even available Interesting because on it was, the site. It was hmm. even in 3D in the theaters. Exactly. And there wasn't an HD version no. that you could watch. So that just goes to show that there was no faith mm-hmm. whatsoever in well, this. Post. I remember that movie was translated in the 3D. Yes. It wasn't originally yeah, filmed. Yeah, it no. was definitely. And, uh, and I can tell you, as someone who saw it in 3D, that the 3D was bad. Mm. Yeah. And it did not need Yeah, to it was be definitely post converted. Yeah. Which um, I remember when the film came out in 3d i wanted to see it but i knew there was no way in hell i would see it in 3d you know i mean it's just some things this movie i'm kind of a sucker (laughs) i'm kind of a sucker for it like if it's in 3d i'm gonna see it in 3d i don't know they've 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 tricked me into giving them extra money every time i see a movie that's gonna be in 3d and like there's that option i just i do it i take the plunge for me it just depends on what what the movie is and if i feel like there's something in it that's going to be worth seeing in, in, oh, in yeah, 3D. Oh, yeah. It's usually not worth seeing in 3D. Yeah. I just waste money. Well, it wasn't worth seeing in standard definition either. No. Sorry. This is going to be a negative review about Clash of the Titans. Uh, you know, I'm a huge fan of Greek mythology in general. Uh, I used to watch Xena all the time. I actually learned a lot about it in class. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I was pretty pumped when this, I found out this movie was coming out. You didn't watch Hercules? I did watch some of Hercules. Okay, because I was a Hercules fan, not so much Xena. So that's just my two cents. We just keep disagreeing on everything. <laughs> I know. This is <laughs> this is the versus edition <laughs> of Geekly Dose. No, I, I mean, I, Hercules was cool too. Yeah. Uh, okay, but in, in case anyone hasn't seen Clash of the Titans, okay, this is basically what it's about. Um, it's a fantasy action remake of the 1981 version which follows a uh you know it's 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 loosely based on just greek mythology in general with some uh changes being put in every every now and then but uh the main character played by sam worthington um his name is perseus he is the son he's a demigod he's a half human half god he's zeus's son okay 
some of these things I say may be considered spoilers, but they're not really spoilers because no. the original came well, out like 30 years ago. Yeah. And it's Greek mythology. Yeah. You know what you I know, mean? Perseus kind of... came out uh, thousands of years right. ago. So that sounds weird. Right, he came like... out of the closet thousands of years ago. He was the uh, the first uh, gay celebrity. <laughs> I don't think uh, I'll be spoiling anything for anyone by saying that. Um, Homer was gay. I'm sorry. You can go. He probably was. <laughs> But um, in in a lot of ways, it's it's hard to even give a synopsis because that's how uh, misconstructed oh, the yeah. film itself was. No. But basically, um, basically it made no the, sense. There's a war. There's a war going on between the mortals and and the gods. They're getting kind of fed up with the gods, and they decide they want to take the gods uh, on, you know, head on. Uh, as a result of that, they tear down this statue of Zeus, which kind of pisses the gods off, which makes Hades come out. Hades comes out, sort of. In a, inadvertently kills Perseus's family, yeah. which sort of can I say yeah. though, like Hades looked really good in them, like the effects that they did with like the black smoke. Oh, and all. well, I don't yeah. know, like the movie visually, I like you know it was that, pretty. That, well, that was the only good thing about yeah. it was the visual stuff. Yeah, so um, you know, just the humans are being pretty, you know, ungrateful and etc. It pisses the gods off, namely Hades, who's played by uh, Ralph Fiennes, um, right. Rafe. Is yeah, that how it's pronounced? Okay. Ray Fines. Thank you. Even though it's spelled Ralph. Yeah. Oh, I didn't <laughs> because know I know that. somebody was going to write in and be like, oh my God, they can't even pronounce uh, actually, the name Actually, the, the name is Rafe, if you pay attention <laughs> you know, to something I should have known that because third, my, yeah. my high school ninth grade English teacher was a huge fan of his. She used to talk to him all the time and she actually referred to him as Ray Fines. Yeah. So, okay. So she was a stalker. Thank you for bringing stalker. back that memory. Yeah. She was the greatest teacher ever though. She was the greatest stalker ever. <laughs> Uh, Hades comes out, pretty much convinces Zeus to let him just teach the mortals a lesson. So uh, basically, he gives the people of Argos 10 days to either sacrifice their princess Andromeda or uh, he will send the Kraken to eliminate the entire uh, city. Release the Kraken! Right. Which we is, should have a soundbite of that. <laughs> we should, and just play it randomly, just, <laughs> even if it has nothing to do with Greek mythology at all. So that's basically what the film is about. Now, here are my problems with the film. Uh, in this, terms of, this could go on. In terms of pacing, this film, it's, it sucked. I mean, it's there were parts of the movie that should have been fast, that were slow. There were parts of the film that were slow, that should have been fast. Um, it, just, it, 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 very, it was very linear in the, in the sense that it was almost like a video game. You know, They had an objective. They went and got to that objective, which gave them, gave them more information about the next objective yeah. and then they went to that it was, and it was like it a was boss a fight every couple of it was clearly they just finished playing god of war and uh they oh man this would look so cool like live action like that's, that's, that's and you know they something did. they failed at it and it, it just it wasn't good i mean the characters were very underdeveloped and they had way too many characters in the film yeah for that reason and that's probably why the characters weren't underdeveloped but there was i, I found no reason whatsoever to root for perseus at all. And Sam Worthington, the actor, you know, he Perseus probably had about twelve lines in this entire film. Well, you know? yeah, it was all action. And that's well that's that's Which, I'm sorry, you can't do that. When you it. look at the trailer for the new one, again, all action probably gonna have the same problems. I don't know. I think I you know, I did a little research and it, it seems like they might be trying to actually learn their lesson, but the truth is is that 
it's like everyone phoned in. This entire film was phoned in other than special effects. Yeah. Okay. And that's, um, it's sad to say that considering you have Liam Neeson and Ray Fiennes in there. Yeah. Liam Danny Neeson Houston, super phoned it in. And, and that's sad. You know, yeah. it's, it's like, I, I'm willing to bet all of those actors probably had one day on set and they just filmed their parts and left. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Maybe. That's that, and the and the rest was animation, right? And that's and that's that's kind of how it turned out. And uh, I mean, I'm still gonna see the sequel. Well, because okay, it yeah. looks so pretty. I mean, what well, that's the I'm thing. I'm a sucker for special effects. The of course, of course, the film you know like tripled its budget yes. box office wise. Yes. So they decided to make a sequel, but they have to fix this film. I mean, I mean, they have to make up for this film. Basically, yeah. this film tried so hard to be epic. And 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 funny and and humorous, like you know, Lord of the Rings type thing. But there was just nothing no. there. I mean, the humor was so few and far between that whenever somebody was trying to be humorous, it felt weird. Yeah. You know what I mean? It felt out of oh, place. Oh, like the little mechanical bird. Right, the little mechanical bird from the original Wrath of the Titans makes a little cameo in there, and they mm-hmm. pretty much Percy is pretty much asked, "What's this?" And the guy says, "Just leave it here." Yeah, uh, you know. That, Great delivery. It on those could lines. have been funny, but but it wasn't. You know, no. I'm sure there are a lot of people that really love the original that really like that little golden owl. Yeah, you know, and it's kind of it's almost more of a slap in the face. Than, like this is ridiculous, right? You know, and they throw and, it away. And, and I'm, I'm sure that little golden owl probably exists in actual Greek mythology. You know, but yeah, maybe it was. Know. It's been a while since. I've and read. another thing that was really idiotic about the film in the original Clash of the Titans, the Kraken was. Uh, a creature of Poseidon, the god of the sea. Okay, which makes sense considering the Kraken Release lives the in the sea. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that. Uh, which makes sense considering the fact that the Kraken lives in the sea. But for some reason, in this film, the remake, they decided to make the Kraken uh, the creature of Hades. Makes no sense whatsoever. Yeah, that's right. Because Poseidon you- had a very, very tiny role, maybe just one line in this yeah. film, and they decided to make Hades the main antagonist. Which, of course, they're going to do that because he's the lord of the underworld, and of course, he has to be the bad guy, right? Mm-hmm. But it was an unnecessary change that just didn't make any sense. Why would Hades be controlling this massive sea creature when there's a god of the sea? Yeah. You know, and it's just things like that that just come together and just make the movie pointless. There was this pointless overseer woman that followed him around she didn't really serve a purpose i mean all it did was make you think that okay percy is going to hook up with her no wait percy is going to hook up with andromeda and he doesn't hook up with either one of them you know it just kind of it i'm sorry but there are certain things you expect when you're watching a film like hookups right and and this and this this i paid for sex man where's the sex this film didn't deliver on any of that this film should have been they should have taken this. It, it, feel, it, it feels like they, they, they squeezed like three films into one in this film. You know, they could have taken Perseus. His journey up until Medusa could have been one movie in itself. Yeah. And then that way, all of the characters could have been developed properly. We would have a reason to care about them. I didn't give a damn what any. His, basically, his whole team was massacred. No, yeah. Halfway through the film. I didn't. I didn't care whatsoever because I don't even remember any of their names. You know, it's 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 hard enough the fact that they all have Greek names that are really hard <laughs> to say anyway. But I don't remember any names in the film other than the you know the main guys. Uh, you know, Hades and Zeus and and Perseus. Well, you have to remember Hades and Zeus's names. They're ingrained into your <laughs> psyche. 
And but that's sad that what that's all the I really that took out of God? it. Zeus? No, that's not right. So so basically, I mean, you know, my I I didn't come up with a rating system for how I'm going to do these films. I don't believe in rating systems, so that's well, fine. There's it's my true. there's my answer to that. I guess I won't come up with one. It's now. true. I don't believe. <laughs> yes, thank you. <laughs> I don't believe that uh that numbered ratings work just in general. Too many people like, oh, what's the number? And that they don't care about the actual like contents of the of the review. I'm I'm just against numbers. Well, the reason why I don't have a problem with those kind of ratings is because I mean it's pretty standard that if something is either three stars or above, yeah. it's pretty good. Okay. But if it's like two, I mean you can eliminate a lot of bad movies if you just go by that. Uh, yeah, All but right. but the, once again, I, I already knew based on what I had heard and read that Clash of the Titans wasn't the best movie in terms of story and plot and everything. But I, I still wanted to see it myself. So in the end, yeah. I don't completely rely on reviews. You know, I'll still take a look, especially if it's something that I really like and care for, like you know, Greek mythology. Sure. Yeah, I completely agree with uh, with your review, a hundred percent. I mean, it really was just like. They took like action scene, action scene, action scene, and then in between it was very loosely connected. And, and that's even, what I feel like the new one is going to be too. Even the action scenes weren't that great. You know, they were filmed really sloppily, and I felt like I was watching. Um, well, I can't take an example right now, but I felt like I was watching a low budget action film during the fight scene. Well, that might have been the standard. There was nothing definition. that felt epic about this film if you're gonna have yeah. a film like this it has to be epic i mean the film was about two hours that's plenty of time to do things and they never quite executed any of that stuff so i'm depressed now man shoot release the kraken oh i'm back <laughs> <laughs> i am now back in a good mood thanks to that thanks to liam neeson who was in the studio with us. He didn't want to say anything on air, but now he can't shut up. So that's my pretty much my final review of, of Clash of the Titans. I mean, if you if you have to, I recommend watching it if you really want to go see Wrath of the Titans, just to not be completely sure. I recommend fast-forwarding if you're going to watch it. <laughs> you can get just as much enjoyment watching it at like like twice speed. It's just faster action, and you'll get through it twice as fast. Well, you hear that, so... Just do that, and please don't pay two ninety nine for it like I did. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Maybe there's a rating system. How much would you pay for this movie? How much would I pay for it to own it? No, just to see it. What movie? You talking about Wrath of the Titans? No, Clash of the Titans. I mean, I just paid two ninety nine to see it. Well, yeah, but I mean, how, you don't want to <laughs> pay two ninety nine for it. So what would you rather have paid? Oh, well, I mean, I can't really answer that. Because, All right, whatever. You know, I mean, now that I've seen it, I wouldn't want to pay anything. Okay, well, there you go. It's not just, worth paying if for. If somebody it. would, like, let me borrow it or something like that. You heard it. Tim endorses piracy. <laughs> if, if, if at all possible, steal this movie. It was totally, <laughs> it was totally legal through iTunes. Okay. So, um, okay, but enough of that. <laughs> On to the next segment. I believe it is time for the uh, soon-to-be legendary preview review. That's right. Preview review. This this time we're doing a movie that's actually uh, the trailer's been out for a while, so many people have seen it. So you can kind of play along. The release date of this movie is April thirteenth, two thousand twelve. I haven't seen it. Well, the movie is badass. Danny mm. Trejo. Wait, is that the name, or are you describing it? <laughs> no, no. The actual title is badass. Like, I want to see the badass movie. This All right, movie's which one? Badass. Yeah. Some people out there are going to know <laughs> who I'm referencing when I say it like that. <laughs> not these two guys. But no, anyway. apparently not. <laughs> it is a limited release film, so it won't be seen anywhere. But um, 
a little bit about the plot. Well, first of all, let's go with the actors. Danny Trejo, you know Excellent. him from? Yeah, 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 yeah. He's, he's, um, um, he's very... Machete? Yeah. Interesting guy. I know him from uh, many uh, barely speaking roles in action <laughs> movies. Best, because I never saw Machete. We also have Ron Perlman. Excellent. You know Excellent. Yeah, yeah. You know Ron. Ron's a good guy. Excellent voice. Let's see, from uh, what, Hellboy? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Hellboy. also from uh, Sons of Anarchy. That's mm-hmm. the other one in there. Yeah, he was in Blade 2. Yeah. Of course, he let everybody know that war never changes. <laughs> <laughs> Just like that. Yeah. Let's see, what else? Um, a little bit about the plot. Uh, I'll read it straight from here. It's decorated Vietnam hero Frank Vega returns home only to get shunned by society, leaving him without a job or his high school sweetheart. It's not until 40 years later with an incident on a commuter bus where he protects an elderly black man from a pair of skinheads. Makes him a local hero where he's suddenly celebrated once again. But his good fortune turns for the worse when his best friend Klondike, much like the bar, absolutely, is murdered and the police aren't doing anything You're about it. You're waiting to say that. Much. <laughs> what would you do to not have your friend Klondike murdered? <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, he would beat up some skinheads on the <laughs> yeah, bus. Apparently, but um, this is loosely based on the popular YouTube video played on many, many, many sites like uh, what Tosh played it. Um, uh, see, I tried to avoid uh, Daniel Tosh. He annoys there me. There you go. <laughs> That's just one example, but I mean, it's just spread on the internet. Um, and we're not going to play it here because it's pretty long. Okay. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure you have seen is it. This, wait, is this not the plot for Kick-Ass? <laughs> not the movie plot, but like the plot around its creation? Right, where his friend Klondike gets yeah. murdered. <laughs> it's like a YouTube, um, hey, check out this guy yeah, in the I, costume. I, I didn't that actually see the... I didn't actually see the original video, but I, no. I do recall hearing about it. So vaguely, um, I don't know. I don't. <laughs> I'm not sure what to expect from this film right now. I mean, it it's Danny Trejo, and I mean nothing against him, but it's just aren't the films that he's in are normally kind of Cheesy? just kind of overly uh, right. violent and yeah, you know. Well, I mean, then that's what you're expecting. Yeah, and I, I guess did, I'm sorry. Did you say who was di- was directing? Uh, the director is Craig Moss. He's done oh, wonderful yeah, him. shorts such as Saving Ryan's Privates. Oh, what? Shouldn't that be, wait, shouldn't that be Shaving Ryan's Privates? It should be. But that was a missed opportunity. Right. This was, And then 12 years after that, he released a, uh, I guess this is a movie, uh, The 40-Year-Old One Virgin Who Knocked Up Sarah Marshall and Felt Super Bad About It. Oh, okay. Oh, my goodness. I saw all of those, but not that one. <laughs> And then another one called Breaking Wind, which appears to be a spoof of the Twilight Saga. Oh, okay. Wait, wasn't there a Twilight awful. just like Robert Pattinson? Yeah, wasn't there a Twilight spoof that came out in theaters though? Yeah, I'm sure there was. Oh, it was like vampire movie or something. Vampires like? bite. Vampires or something suck. Like that. Vampires suck. suck. Yeah, Thank yeah. you. So apparently, it's our lovely this, producer. This guy, all he's done thus far is spoofs of other movies. This is his first. Real guess, movie? Real, yeah. Well, I mean, it's still know, based uh, on something, so maybe really it's spoofing real. a YouTube video. You know? Yeah, yeah. I won't shoot him down just yet, because I've never seen any of these other no. films. I but, mean, there are plenty of directors that directed great movies, but the only thing on their resume was like a bunch of music videos. Yeah, in the, like beginning, it in the beginning, it is always kind of crappy with yeah. their... I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, look at the films you've been into. Well, that's actually, that's actually an insult to Jesse more than anything since he was the director. I know, I know. But I don't want to piss off the producer. I'll piss you off. <laughs> I happen to be a... I'm the one holding the beer bottle. Oh, you threw that first one. Uh, yeah. 
Anyways, um, you are going to have to uh, make a judgment on him before you see it. So, preview review. Is it a teaser pleaser or a trailer failure? Ah, yes. My favorite part of the show. So, Steven. Just trying say? to say it. Oh, uh, before we see it, I'm going to say uh, teaser pleaser. I like the uh, the cast, and I like that if it's going to be as over the top as I would hope it is going to be, and with a name like Badass, then yeah. I'm going to say, you know, go for it. Teaser pleaser? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, I'm going to go with trailer failure. Okay. And here's why. Because um, this is the versus edition of Kate Lee Does. <laughs> Which means we have to disagree on everything <laughs> regardless of what it is. Um, I'm just not a huge fan of over-the-top uh, films that are just kind of violent for the sake of being violent. Okay. And, I, and, and I'm just you, assuming uh, that this is what that's going to be like. Did you see uh, Grindhouse? I didn't. Okay. Over the top. But... Right, yeah. yeah. See, you know, I'm, I'm kind of expecting the same type of thing, and you know, I don't know. About? Although I, I did like that film, Shoot 'Em Up, with yeah, uh, Clive yeah. Owen. That was, really and that good. was kind of an example. But that was like the one movie like that that yeah. actually he held liked. bullets up to a fireplace <laughs> and shot them out of his hand. <laughs> Who does that? Other than I guess Iron Man. I was bringing, I was saying this earlier yeah. that I don't know. Just the idea of this kind of reminds me of Hobo with a shotgun. If anybody out there has seen Hobo with a shotgun, it's has Rutger Hauer in it. Mm-hmm. It's pretty over the top. Is he violent a ho- is he a hobo with a shotgun? Okay, imagine that. It would have been disappointing if neither of those were actually in the film. <laughs> yes, no he hobos. was both a hobo and he did have a shotgun. Okay. And I'm just kind of expecting that same type of thing. And that movie, while it was entertaining, it had no substance whatsoever. But then again, maybe it wasn't supposed to have any. So I'm gonna go with trailer failure. All right, the the versus edition. Okay, here we go with the trailer. The Golden Years. A time for reliving old memories. Okay, that's... <laughs> the vocals are not in the trailer. That's us right, that's uh, screwing yeah. around. <laughs> in a right, world. So Danny Trejo's on a bus now. Skinhead's getting on don't trouble. Leave me alone. Oh, right in the oh, nuts. come on. Look at those bald caps. They look awful. All I wanna, look, if somebody wants my seat on the bus, I'm not going to punch him in the nutsack. Yeah, he jumped into that a little quick. Kicking everybody's I don't remember. See how he's wearing like a fanny pack? Because that was like the big thing that old guy in the video also wore a fanny pack. Okay. Clearly going for realism then. Oh, yeah. Running from explosions, of course. Bus on the loose. He sure is punching a lot of people. Wow, that was very wow, short. April 13th. It was short, but yeah, there you go. I'm going to stand by Teaser Pleaser. That's what I wanted. <laughs> really? I, yeah. It, Danny Trail punching people in the nutsack. That is oh, what I envisioned when I heard the title. That is when I saw the actors. I was like, you know what? In the back of my mind, I was thinking, at some point, Danny Trail is going to punch somebody in the nutsack. And sure enough, <laughs> that is what happened. Uh, well, I'm going to stick with mine. Major trailer failure. Because I don't want to see this guy go around cussing people out, punching them in the face. Like, am I gonna really? Am I gonna spend my money to watch that? No, I can watch that shit well, for free on yeah. YouTube. Well, it depends or on like else. how how long is is it gonna be? Like two hours of him punching people in the nutsack, or is it gonna be like <laughs> an hour and a half of him punching no, people in the nutsack? I hope so. Phil, I like Danny Trejo, but there's no way I'm gonna watch that film. Okay, I'm sorry, Jesse. What do you think about it? I don't know. I'm not going to the theaters for it. I can tell you that. Uh, it might be worth a Netflix watch. 
Yeah, okay. Yeah, I, can, I, I mean, I, I'll, I'll, I'll check it out just like I watch Hobo with a Shotgun, you know. And, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not putting Hobo with a Shotgun down. <laughs> if I'm going to piss some people off. I mean, there were some cool things about that You're film. You're that era, people. Tim Bridgewater <laughs> hates Hobos with a Shotgun. I do not. I do and not. Hobos in general. Yeah. He does not he, care He for endorses it. stealing that movie. <laughs> no, it's just, you know, I don't know. I, I think I'm in a mood right now. Uh, you know something? I think thanks to Clash of the Titans, yeah. I just really want a movie with some substance okay. in it. So when you give me something that doesn't have substance, like I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm kicking it away now. You know, right. I'm just kind of shooing it away. Well, you know what? Luckily, Titanic in 3D is being released in April. Yes, there's so your substance. There's your substance. Yeah, I still haven't seen that. You can see that instead. Oh, wow. you can cry for the first time. I haven't time. seen it in 2D either. <laughs> you can cry for the first time with everyone else crying for the like 30th. I mean, yeah, you know. People wiping the tears out from another glasses. Yeah, I, I just think that's gonna like obstruct the three D. We don't have to get into this, <laughs> but maybe we should. Yeah, I don't know. It's gonna be another conversion of the three D. Anyways, yeah, uh, that's badass, and that's your preview review. Wait, speaking of conversion, do you, do you know? I'm oh, sorry. Do you know if Wrath was filmed in three D? Wrath of the Titans, or is that I imagine a conversion it was. like the original? Um, like they learned their lesson. I would have to say they've learned their lesson. <laughs> Everything's filmed in 3D now, and you know because they're still filming it. I really think they're up to par with their uh, with budget. The, and I mean, just, just look at that yeah. promo poster. Okay, it's uh, Perseus amazing. jumping over a uh, two-headed like fire-breathing uh, dog with uh, a Poseidon's, Cerebus, tri- Poseidon's trident all, in his yeah. hand, with the tagline "Feel the wrath." Yeah, hey, I am down for that. You're down for feeling the wrath. Oh, am I? Okay. <laughs> well, you get, you get to do it next week. Next week, huh? Yeah, next March thirtieth is okay. when that Maybe comes I'll do out. A review on that or something. Um, that comes out before Badass, so there you go. Okay. Or you can wait till Badass and do a double feature. Yeah, M- of movies that disappoint everybody. <laughs> there you go. That's what I'm predicting. <laughs> It'll be Wrath of the Badass Titans. The <laughs> no, that's perfect. <laughs> that'll, be, that'll be the name of that that episode. You just watch them both at once. Release the Kraken. And we'll be talking about the football team. We won't even be talking about the movie. Oh, okay, the Titans. Oh, the Tennessee Titans. <laughs> uh, remember the wrath of the badass Titans. <laughs> I remember. Well, I think the general consensus is... Well, there is no general consensus. We, we've been disagreeing this entire episode. Well, That's if it fine. makes you feel any better, be prepared to disagree again. As I've got a video game review of Saints Row the Third. I haven't played that, so okay. why do you... <laughs> I don't know. Just, I just, you should just disagree just for the sake hey of Hey, man, Saints Row the Third uh, sucks. I preferred um, the. Okay, well, then second. I. Then second. That means that I loved it. Okay. And no, in all fairness, though, I did love Saints Row the Third. It was uh, spectacular. Uh, it was over the top, just like uh, Hobo with a Shotgun in Wrath of the Titans. <laughs> and apparently, that is what I enjoy. So I'm giving it uh, 79 thumbs up, but of course that is an out of a possible uh, 200,706 thumbs up. So you know, just take it as you will. Anyway, uh, Saints Row the Third, which uh, was produced, uh, developed by Volition and produced by THQ, came out last year on November 15th. It uh, if a lot of people are going to draw parallel like similarities to the Grand Theft Auto series. It is of course, that, of course, that open always, world. I've game. always done that. Yeah. yeah. But the, the difference here is that if Grand Theft Auto is, is definitely, especially lately, going for the more like serious route, like that is what Rockstar wants to do. They want their serious crime drama. If mm. I would compare it by saying if Saints Row, I mean, if, if Grand Theft Auto were Spielberg's E.T., Saints Row the Third would be Tim Burton's Mars Attacks. 
Tim Burton directed that film? Yeah, apparently he did. I just looked it up before the show. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so take that as you will. Okay. I loved Mars Attacks, though. I've never seen it. Okay. Well, it was uh, ridiculous, over the top, and full of, uh, you know, Martians. And that's what we're getting off track here. (laughs) So the basic premise uh, behind Saints Row the Third, and really all of the Saints Row games, is that you play uh, the leader of a gang... And you're kind of just, uh, you're not rising through the ranks. You lead the gang already, but you're just slowly taking over the city. There are other gangs in the city, you eliminate them, and then at the end, you're in charge of everything. But the journey that they take you on mm-hmm. is so fun. It's probably the most fun I've had playing a game in a long time. Wow. I mean, you know, there are like a, like last week when I talked about Resident Evil, that was fun, but it was it was that tense, scary type fun. Mm-hmm. Saints Row the Third is just you... Jumping out of an airplane, uh, shooting rockets at tanks falling out of the sky as you're skydiving, and then jump kicking through the windshield of another airplane, shooting the pilot, and then flying out of the back and pulling your parachute, which is how the game opens. Yeah. It's that crazy over the top. They've got a ridiculousness. Instead of uh, baseball bats, they have giant dildos that you beat people up with. (laughs) It is very vulgar, but it is vulgar in in the best way possible, and... The variety of the missions that they let you do really help keep it from just being like another open world game where you're just going from point A to point B. You know, at some point you might be, you know, riding a tank, uh, you know, escorting somebody in a helicopter. Maybe zombies are going to outbreak in the city and you Mm -hmm. have to fight them. There's an extremely satisfying wrestling match. Uh, halfway through the game that feels like you're actually playing a wrestling match and not just like the the lame press x to do your melee attack but Uh like you're in the ring jumping off the top rope like hitting people with chairs and chainsaws because you know why not and it's it's just it builds up to the most satisfying conclusion sort of which is really my only disappointment with the game as much as i love the game there are points in the game where you make choices. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of those choices, which I won't spoil, but one of them is how the game ends. You know, you basically, like, you could do this or this, uh, like in the last mission. And one of them leads to an extremely satisfying conclusion. And the other one, I felt, fell extremely flat. So if you play through it and you make the right choice at the end, you're going to love this game as much as I did. I extremely li- I, I recommend it. The, the multiplayer is great. It's got a co-op throughout the whole game and a couple other multiplayer modes, but it's, it's fantastic. Well, it's funny that you um, actually wanted to do a review on this. I, I've actually had... Um, I downloaded the demo for Saints Row the Third probably like a month ago and never actually played it Whoa. because I think I got a new game or something and I just never got around to it. But I, I, I had heard nothing but, but good things about yeah, this game. There were a lot of... There were a lot of really good games that came out like at the end of last year that uh, Saints Row the Third kind of slipped through the cracks, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. But uh, I would say that uh, all the reviews and everybody that I've known that picked it up really liked the game. So I recommend go out there if you haven't played it and uh, give it a shot. And you have it for 360, right? I do have it for 360. It is also available for the PS3 and the uh, PC. And if you have on live, which nobody has, you can play it on, uh, on their website. Online, what's that? Uh, it's a video game streaming uh, service. Okay. Yeah. Basically, you sign up. The account to sign up is free. You pay to to play, basically. Like, you can pay to rent a game, or you can pay to buy it. 
mm-hmm. and it's basically streams through the browser or through an app if you have like a tablet and you can just play games on your computer that your computer might not be powerful enough to play cool and you were saying how um at the end there's like a choice yeah to make there's a choice there's one that's kind of satisfying and one that's not yeah i don't want to give it away right 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 yeah but basically uh how do i say this without giving it away because I don't want to give it away. But yeah, you basically, you make a choice to either do this or do that. And uh, they lead to different ending events. Okay. And one of them leads to just an event that I felt was, it wasn't necessary. And it just didn't add to it. And the way that I played my character, I don't feel he would have made that choice anyway. Okay. Well, what you do in that situation, right, which is what I would always do is... Save before the choice. You save right before that choice. Yes. Pick one, if it sucks or whatever. Well, even if it doesn't suck, it's always worth just reloading that save. I will say, I will say, you you don't necessarily have to because the game understands uh, when you beat the game and you make your choice, you unlock things for that, and the game stays open for you to play. It's open world. They still have missions. So they give you the choice once you've beaten the game and the credits rolled and all. You can do the mission the other way if you want to. Okay, yeah. that's cool. It's not like infamous is like that. Yeah, once you beat it one way, they just basically put you back in the city with all your weapons and, and all just your let upgrades. You, let you make then, your other choice, right? And you can still kind of, sort of, you know, do whatever else you need to do. Yeah. Cool. So like yeah, just like just hope that you make the the bad choice first because it'll leave a sour uh, taste in your mouth if you if that's the last like memory of the game that you have. In fact, it was the second choice that I made, so I went back. And played the uh, the mission over to do it right, in my opinion, just so that when I turned my Xbox off, I, I was more satisfied. Let me ask you this, mm-hmm. and this is a little off topic, but not really. When I when I play games like these, where I have choices, I always kind of do them the way I would do them in real life. Yeah. So if if the, if I have a choice to be um, take a good path or an evil path, I'm go- I take the good path first. Is that kind of what you do when you're? Um... Uh, not necessarily. You are the leader of a gang. <laughs> And you are uh, still c- committing crimes, murdering people, smuggling he, drugs. He doesn't and have some kind of good heart or some good aspect to him, you know. The character is likable. Okay, the like, character is extremely like likeable. Nico from Grand Theft Auto Four was. Yeah, he was a criminal, but at the same but time, he was still likable. He was Nico Bellic. I mean, how could was, you not it like it? Like he's the character in the game. Saintro is a criminal. It could be male or female. So I, you know, I'll just say he, uh, even though I had a nice mix of both, because you can when you're creating your character, you can. Uh, really do some really creative things. So mm-hmm. I had a, a male character with a female voice that uh was dressed like a zombie. So like, you know, it's there's a lot well, of All I know you is that I remember seeing a screenshot of like uh a bunny with a an, a machine gun in its hand or something. So I was like, well that pretty much sums up this game. Yeah, that actually does <laughs> sum up the game. It's uh but no, no, the choices aren't like do something good or do something bad. You know the the choices um the choices. Oh, yeah, it's a baseball bat. Yeah, the choices basically is in the game you have money and you have respect. With money you buy things and no with, power in there. No, no, yeah, money, it's not respect, a necessity. Power, it's not apparently not. It well like the song. Yeah, no, you have <laughs> you have money and you have respect. Money you buy your items and stuff with, which is always good. You could always get more cars to pimp out. Respect is used to level your character up. So, you know, you become more powerful as you play the game. In fact, right. uh, they brilliantly, although not so brilliantly, allow you, uh, when you max out your level, to become invincible uh, with infinite ammo, which I didn't do until after I beat the game because then I felt it would be kind of like cheating. 
throughout the story. I didn't yeah, want I it to be that simple. Too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When I'm, I always wanted to be some kind of a challenge. Never want to start with something like that. Yeah, but they let you if you want to. But basically, the choices in the game is: uh, Do you want more money or more respect? Hmm. Yeah. I mean, ultimately, you're still going to end up a billionaire with a lot of respect. So it doesn't truly matter. One just gets you there faster than the other. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So. Hey, Steven says go out and get it. Go pick up Saints Row the Third, which is available on PS3 and Xbox 360. Yes. And PC? And, and PC. For also. all of those uh, PC gamers out there yeah, crying they, about the fact that there are no PC games there's anymore. There's some people that are exclusively PC, too, which I don't get. I mean, I don't want to offend anyone, but no. I, why be exclusive to anything? That's yeah, you know, if, you, if you can you know, get all of the systems, I have all of them. I'm not rich by any means. It took me a long time to get my PS3, but I got one eventually. Okay. Well, Steven, you also have a comic review for us. Yes, today. because you didn't get tired of hearing me talk. Uh, well, we could switch <laughs> some things around. No, 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 no. Okay. So the comic book that I'm reviewing uh, is the first issue of uh, The New Avengers, which actually came out in December of 2007. Uh, it was written by Brian Michael Bendis and drawn by the brilliant david finch if you haven't had a chance to see his uh his art uh i highly recommend you you do it in private because you don't want people to see you masturbating but it's that pretty (laughs) okay that's beside the point uh the story arc uh for this first issue uh it started the arc breakout the basic premise is that the avengers have been disbanded and uh electro is hired by some shadowy stranger to break someone out of a uh, super maximum security prison. Now, the, we find out throughout the story that there are these several super maximum security prisons that house supervillains because, you know, where else are you going to put them? You know, places that right. can't break out. Like, you can't put a regular uh, supervillain uh, super in a regular prison cell. He's just going to melt the bars. Of course. So, you know, they have these special... He's going to, like, phase through the bars. Yeah, they have special prisons. Well... Let's just say something goes wrong and every single prison has a breakout on the same <laughs> night. Of course. Convenient. Yeah. So uh, a new team of Avengers is kind of uh, plucked out of the chaos to, to join forces to figure out what happened. Now, the main reason I chose this book, which is actually very good, when I, I first read it back in 2008 after the story arc had finished, uh, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. And like I said, the art is phenomenal and... If you're familiar with Brian Michael Bendis, he does extremely good dialogue. The main reason I chose to uh, do this review is because Marvel last month announced a new digital initiative. Mm -hmm. Much like movies and music, when you buy a physical copy of the comic book in stores, you get a code to download it for free on your digital device. Mm -hmm. So now you can carry your comic collection anywhere you go as long as you only read Marvel and you only read the new issues. But that's beside the point, too. (laughs) Uh, I like that though. That's not bad. Yeah, I, I thought it's it was always cool. nice to get a little something extra whenever you buy something. Yeah, I thought it was brilliant. In fact, because of this uh, new initiative, at the moment I don't know when it ends, but at the moment you can download the first issue for free, which okay. is kind of prompt my purchase of it. I know last week we talked a bit about uh, reading things on iPads and Kindles and we how. Some people might prefer the physical Mm -hmm. format. Mm -hmm. So this review is more or less on the digital. I did read the physical book a couple years ago, like I said, but a couple days ago I read the digital version. And I have to say that 
while the art looks crisp and it certainly is convenient, I'm not sure that this is the main way that I would want to read my comics. It it okay. seems limited. Uh, and not just because you can't, like, oh, wait, what happened? And quickly go back to the third page. Just a bit more selection going on. But if there is, a like, a splash page or something that takes up uh, both pages, you can't really comfortably look at the whole image. Right, you don't get the whole effect. It's kind of either too small or too big. Yeah, or... you can either look at one half of the page and then the other half, or you can turn the iPad sideways and get, like, a like a, a view of the whole thing, but then it's, like, it feels really small. small. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. I don't know that... that uh, this is going to change the way people read their comics. Uh, I don't know, unless you're like super like, oh, I have to do digital now because it's, it is very convenient. Like I, I, I bought it and it was in my hands in like two seconds right. because you know, that's, that is the convenience of digital. But uh, I don't, I don't know that this is how I would want to, pro- if, if it were something that I was really excited about and it was the first time I ever read it, mm-hmm. I would want the physical copy of the book. So I'm gonna I'm gonna recommend the story, but uh, if you could get your hands on the actual uh, graphic novel of uh, Breakout, I I would recommend you do that. Yeah, I mean, it kind of goes back to what I was saying last week about I, I just kind of prefer to read books, uh, you know, having an actual physical book in my hand. Yeah. But even more so, I mean, I, I I would kind of be willing to bend a little bit in terms of a regular book yeah, by reading definitely. it on a device because it's just words. Okay? Yes. But, but when, when it comes, comes to like a comic book, I mean, it's just like the art and everything. And, you know, it's a lot of thing, things get lost in translation, so to speak. Sure. You know, you I mean, you do get more. I mean, I was looking at yours earlier and mm-hmm. a lot of the co- colors were very vibrant and stuff like that. But there's nothing like having that actual comic book in your hand. You can feel the glossy pages. And yeah. It's, you can know. put a piece of paper and trace your favorite superhero. I used to do that. Of course. Didn't we all? That's yeah. how we learned how to draw. How right? do you destroy your collector's value? <laughs> <laughs> What's with these rips in the pages along Spider-Man's outline? Well, I was cutting it out, and no, but yeah. So yeah, <laughs> I I recommend the book, but uh, I don't know that I recommend fully only doing digital comics at the moment. Yeah. Which is odd coming from me because I do only digital comics at the moment, seeing as how I have a comic strip on the web. Well, yeah, they. Okay, well, that's... (laughs) That is different, though. That is different. Right, I mean, I'm sure if you could afford at the moment to have all your comics printed up in high, glossy print pages, you would, Well, yeah, but I don't know. It is a different beast with comic strips and, like, the convenience of having, like, something so small reach a bigger audience. Yeah, it basically has its pros and its cons. Yeah. You know, and if if you're an independent uh, comic book uh, maker or et cetera, then... You know, you're probably going to go the more digital route. Sure. Like you said, it's a lot easier to get it out. And that, that goes with and I, and I will say that uh, the first issue at the moment is free. So there's nothing stopping you from reading it and enjoying it on your digital device, which yeah. I do I recommend. Mean, I'll pick it up just for that yeah, reason. Yeah, it's free. I recommend that. But if you really like it, uh, the first issue, you should go out and actually buy it. You'll pay the same amount. You'll so right. support comic, sto- yes. comic book stores. Yes. Well, that's cool, man. Steven's on a roll now. Go get Saints Row. Go pick up the new Avengers. Just just go get everything. Right, prepare just, for the movie. And I'm going to say just for the sake of being an ass, don't get any of that Oh, shit. no. Don't get Saints Row. Do not pick up. The <laughs> fight continues on the Versus edition of Geekly News. Matter of fact, go get uh, the Justice League comic <laughs> okay. instead. Get that. Break in. And go get, and go get Grand Theft Auto. Release the Kraken. <laughs> <laughs> we uh, have to keep that. All right, thank just... you for that. <laughs>
Well, hey, no, but on a serious note, you heard that from Steven, so if you, you know, if you're looking in, into some options for some new comics and et cetera, and you, I mean, you, you can't go wrong with the Avengers in, in general. And no. Like I said, it's definitely free. Definitely can't go wrong with uh, a newer version of them. Either, no. Right? It's got Spider-Man, Wolverine. I mean, this is a really good Avengers team. Okay. Uh, Captain America. I don't remember everybody that's in it. Oh, wait, there's a picture right there. <laughs> uh, Spider-Woman, Luke Cage. Oh, that's another thing I really enjoyed that uh, Bendis did with uh, Spider-Woman. It's a character that you're probably going to roll your eyes at. Like, oh, come yeah, on. Yeah, I do every time I hear a name. Yeah. So uh, in the in the brilliant tradition of, of uh, directors like Wes Craven murdering, uh, you know, the, uh, a good uh, named film star at the beginning of Scream, Drew mm-hmm. Barrymore, of course, mm-hmm. uh, he's like, well, how can I endure Spider-Woman to these uh, readers and, and have them understand that she's such a badass? So, of course, the first thing she does is beat the crap out of Wolverine. So... Yeah. That's how you do it. That's how you convince people that she's I already good. don't like it for that reason. Oh, it, it, it plays off well. I bet he just let her do it, didn't he? Yeah. Versus edition. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey. All right. That's his review of New Avengers number one. Go pick that up if you so wish. I say don't do it. Um, but anyway, um, we're going to go back to a dose of geek and entertainment news. Ah! Taking it back to the producer who seems to be very <laughs> tired. so angry. <laughs> Transforming before my Michael eyes. Bay, I'm, I'm angry at him. Oh. I'm still so angry about Turtlegate. No, no, no. It's past. Yes. I'm just going to steam, you know, let the nerd rage build um, around give, the world. Give our listeners time to pop their eardrums back. Nah, <laughs> I turned it down before <laughs> I yelled at him. bear scream. All right, well, it was loud in my ears. <laughs> So, thank you very much. I'll edit it out. Anyway, the reason, another thing that's angry are birds. Theme parks are coming to Europe. Rovio Mobile are in talks to open a theme park in the UK and additional parks in the US and China at a later date, further expanding the Angry Birds empire of goods. What better way to start the Angry Birds downfall then open up theme parks around the world. Hey, everybody <laughs> loves the Angry Birds. In fact... But no, it's the theme parks. Well, yeah. Okay. I mean, take a hint from Six Flags, who had... Uh, yeah. Who's closed or sold more than 25 properties, and they only have 14 currently. You know? mm-hmm. And of course, the now haunted uh, theme park in New Orleans, that after the hurricane has been completely abandoned and is now... Yeah. The scariest place you'll ever... There's nothing scarier <laughs> than in a run-down, abandoned theme park. I mean, just think about that. And that's just a side note to the locals, you know. That's yeah. in New Avoid Orleans. it. <laughs> well, actually, they're in the process of making an outlet mall. Really? Yeah. The Jazzland Outlet Mall. Um, sucks. Yeah, I can't I wait to get... I there would be another theme park. I enjoy theme parks as mm-hmm. long as they're not full of Scooby-Doo monsters, which I think the current one is. <laughs> nah, they're going to... Just make it a shopping center, and you know I'm gonna get my season tickets of that. Oh, well, <laughs> yeah, I forgot. I'm gonna be foolish and spend extra for that. No, you don't buy season. How often do you really go to a theme park? You're gonna buy season tickets. I had season tickets to Jazzland. Really? Yeah, I'm for two years. Okay. In all fairness, one of my cousins worked there, so I used to get in for free. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> I had never tell. been. You might get fired. Oh yeah. <laughs> You tell everybody you want because it doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> but um, yeah, that's that's just one thing. Uh, I don't think theme parks going to work for this. I no. mean, they they sold like oh, twenty five million toys or something like that. Oh yeah, I mean the Angry Birds uh, train rolls on. Just yesterday they released the sequel to and Angry Birds, space. Angry Birds in Space. 
That's it right. Looks, it looks fun. Yeah, and to celebrate, uh, I'm in Seattle, the Space Needle was converted to a giant Angry bird slingshot. I don't think it's a functioning slingshot because that would pose a okay, risk. Okay, I was going to ask, where to did the they citizens. land? No, no. It's it. It doesn't look real. In fact, the way it's positioned, it would clearly just like smack the top of the the, the needle tower. itself. Yeah. <laughs> so other than it, we, it, we, not go we wouldn't want a very a very huge Bart Simpson. To <laughs> that's right and decide to pick it up that would be uh, that would be uh, pretty badly for yeah. us that's going back to early uh, Simpsons not, uh, yeah so back when Bart was the main character right yeah, they before Homer took over yeah before right. Homer took over I don't watch it now who's in charge now is Homer still oh I haven't seen it in a while I think so and I'm Homer, pretty sad pretty about that actually yeah. I like Homer I mean, oh I love funny. Homer oh, yeah, I love no. Homer to death I, just like, I love all of them I find the Simpsons and South Park with me are the same in that I go through phases of watching it and not watching it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I DVR so, both, so I'm I'm good to go. Very um, out of the loop for everything Simpsons, but uh, this Angry Birds thing, you know, I'm gonna be extremely negative about it. That's no surprise. I've been like that this entire podcast. But um, what that's mainly because I'm I'm one of the people who never got into it. Like I just uh-huh. I I have it on my phone. You want to play? I have it on my iPad too. Well, I've I've actually played it for you. No, oh, okay. I should. How much? Is, I, I've it's played only it. Ninety nine cents. Yeah, available now. <laughs> I played it and I just I don't know it doesn't stop the podcast I have to download this game <laughs> Angry, Angry Birds does not do it for me and there's no way in hell you would catch me at a theme park oh, I love based Angry. around it yeah I don't think I would go to a theme park I don't know what kind of rides they would have other than like flinging tourists <laughs> flinging like uh, across, <laughs> across the, park. the park yeah I gotta go to the bathroom head to the slingshot you know like I don't think that whatever happened out. to the film were they making an Angry Birds uh, live action I oh maybe they were it was doing an like an animated. Uh, I thought they were doing like an animated series with Nickelodeon. Oh, we've got a couple of pictures of the Angry Birds theme park. That can't—that is not. The that can't be the park, actual theme park. That looks like somebody's backyard birthday party. <laughs> it just might be. I don't anyway, know. This is like, that, yeah, this is. Yeah, I don't that think that's pretty lame. lame. That's not. I don't see any rides here. Yeah. Yeah, that's not. For some reason, Mount Rushmore. I don't, I don't think I would go to an Angry Birds theme park. I will, however, continue to uh, purchase their games because they're good and they support their games with content, like. You know, if you download Angry Birds, they're constantly giving you more levels for free. You know, like, mm-hmm. they, they it keeps coming out, so. I hear there's a lot of uh, purchase content in the new one, though. Oh, really? That's, That's kinda... The negative reviews have been about that, that purchase oh, well, content. Well, now I'm, now I'm sad like Tim. Well, I mean, you gotta download and yeah. see for yourself, but uh, I'm not sure, so. Uh, All right. I actually stopped playing the old one. I played it a lot when it first came out. Yeah, me too. I just, you know, I hit a level that just sucked, and I didn't want to buy that Eagle uh-huh. That they promote and I yeah. threw it away. Well, see what happens is, uh, you know, it's such a disposable game because it's so cheap and so small. So you play a little Angry Birds, you get tired of it, and you move on to the next game. You know, that's what happened to me. I started playing uh, Plants vs Zombies, and I got tired of that, and I started playing Cut I like the Rope, game. and I got tired of that. And so, yeah, you know, that's just the 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 process. That is the life and death. Uh, of these uh, downloadable games. But you spent your money, so it doesn't matter if you get tired of it. It's only a buck. It's true. It's always there. You can always re-download it, too. Yeah. Yeah, I've been playing the hell out of a Draw Something. Oh, I haven't played that yet. Something. Oh, yeah, I've been playing that, too. Oh, yeah. I need to get your name for, for that. Yeah, my afterwards. girlfriend, she won't let me have a moment's peace without responding to hey, it. I sent you one. You know she's <laughs> listening to this, because she oh, listened to the first Yeah, one. she will. Well, shout out, baby. Shout out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
I haven't played. I haven't played draw. So, so how does draw something like? It's a cool game, but I mean, I understand that you very, have to draw something, but how it's do just you... like Pictionary, but you know, you're so not is it like room? I draw something and you guess what it is? Yeah, it sends yeah. it to them. Uh, it's not live like some of the games have been, mm-hmm. uh, which might be the downfall. Of that is that it's, you're it's sending like, it only to one person. Yeah, like words with friends. Yeah, but pictures with friends. Yeah, they give you three words to choose from. First one's worth one coin, second two, third three. Yeah. And um, if they don't get it, no one gets the coins. So Everybody loses. Right. And so they have a statistics thing to show you how much you've given them, mm-hmm. how many coins that you've given them, how much they've given you. And some I like to draw you know complicated things and so on. Some people, um, I'm giving them all the coins and they're giving me like one I'm back bored already. Mm-hmm. Too much economics. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. don't <laughs> expect them. to get coins. And there's a lot of buy-in stuff in there yeah. but you could just play the basic one the you can only download. draw so many mops i know yeah. yeah we're like on turn 68 or something like that now and that game. yeah like wow. we're going back and forth and she's been guessing all the mine i've been guessing have all you ever had like song. a repeat word that you had to draw yeah 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 actually free one, version yeah. definitely well i mean the thing is, is that you know they do give you three choices yeah and one of them may be one that you already have gotten already or or in one of the cases it was one that she had just Mm. Sent to me a picture that she, so I tried to draw the same picture she did, <laughs> and it was worth three coins. So I did, hey. it and she knew what it was immediately. And so you both it. get the coins, yeah. If yeah, it's I'm correct, not, I'm not sure on a lot of those specifics, but yeah, yeah I think it's something. Do you like, like if you have like hundred coins? Can you buy? Yeah, you buy more like words crayons and stuff, or right? something, colors, yeah, uh, stuff yeah. Like and that. there are little things like uh, you know you can get rid of some of the letters. Mm. So that there's only a few left to choose from to make mm-hmm. it easier to guess because they do give you the letters in the word too scrambled up. It's twelve right, letters. Scrambled up. Oh, okay. So the other person, the the person that you're sending the drawing to, sees the scrambled letters also. Yeah. Okay. So they have that to help them as well to guess. All right. right. And it's not. I mean, it's it's the scrambled letters of the word and a few drawing, extra letters. Mm-hmm. That's gonna be yeah. hard. All of my well, opponents apparently fantastic at it. So, do you oh, really? play? Uh, I love to play with somebody awesome. who's good no, at it. She's really do you play awesome with like random people online? I play with some random people and some people I know. And you play with random people? I just play with you. My only girlfriend. play okay. Yeah. Oh, you're I gonna can't play with me. Lonely, lonely. Because I take forever to respond sometimes, and like it's see. Okay, see that's what this is. I feel like if I played it, that I'm the same thing that happened with Words with Friends is gonna happen, and that. Same like, model. I'm going to have like 10, like, okay, this is so fun, so fun. And then eventually I have 10 games going on and I just forget Wait. to respond and I keep waiting and then it becomes an overburden and yeah. then they warn you that you're going to forfeit if you don't <laughs> respond in like the next 12 hours and they're like, I'm at work. And I'm so, also really horrible. <laughs> leave me alone. Yeah, I can't, I can't draw with my thumb very well. Yeah. And it just, it, it depresses me because I'm like, you know, I used to be a pretty good artist at one point, but now I feel like I suck. Thanks, <laughs> thanks to this damn game. Well, you know, you I'm lose really a lot of your thumb drawing skills when you stop finger painting. So, or do you? Oh, you just blew my mind. <laughs> <laughs> just stumped him. Yeah. Well, if you want to play me on that, you could uh, add me. It's just my last name: S E I D U L E Sigily. Right, there you go. Sounds Have good. a fun time drawing some Podcast stuff. Podcast Nation. Everybody play against Sigily. Uh, how many people can you play against? I haven't hit a I limit. I don't know if there's a limit. I think yeah. Okay. Because I thought I heard, like, because I know with Word with Friends there was a limit. Maybe it's like 30 or something. I don't know. Who's going to play that many games? I'm well, sure they put enough to where it's more than however many friends with, you know, iPhones are, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, it's pretty addictive, you know, like many games on the internet, such as World of Warcraft. Um... Come on, this is a geek podcast. There's got to be some World of Warcraft news in oh, there. Oh, no, somewhere. I played it for like two weeks. Well, I've never played it. 
I played it for a very, very long time. <laughs> Did you and really? Got really I've, heard had, very, I've heard very many things about it. I had trouble. I Okay, I had a, like a two-week trial of World of Warcraft. Sure. And like, all right, you know, I'll create my little uh, half-man, half-bull or whatever it was. Karin. There yeah. you go. Uh... And, you know, I did a couple quests, and I just, it did not take my interest. It did yeah. not captivate me, and after my trial was up, I did not continue playing. Yeah, it helps to have people there you know. Like, when yeah, I started, I, I had, like, ten people with me. No, mm-hmm. I was playing by myself, sadly. Oh. I know. Well, this one's, mm, it's sort of about World of Warcraft. It's a comparison about World of Warcraft and Match.com. That saying that uh, World of Warcraft will get you more dates than Match.com. What? Nerd dates? (laughs) Thanks to onlineuniversity.net. There's a fun comparison about this. Um, Match.com has about a million members with an average age of 48. Sure. Whereas WoW has about... old people. Yeah. And WoW has about 12 million members with an average age of 32. Oh, much younger and sexier demographic. Much younger, sexier, and more fun to meet them. Well, no, it's interesting (laughs) because, uh, you know, it, it increases the... Chance of <laughs> it increases the chance of you meeting who you think would be an attractive woman and is actually a fat, bald, uh, middle aged man living in the basement. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that is indeed a possibility. And another comparison you know, on match.com, a man contacting a hundred women can expect an average of one reply back. Okay, and uh, great odds right there. Well, yeah, it's you know, pretty good. Yeah, hmm. and uh, on World of Warcraft. So what? What made you choose me? You were the you only replied. one. You were the only <laughs> one that responded to the fact that I enjoy Laffy Taffy. <laughs> on World of Warcraft, uh, forty-two out of a hundred women gamers find themselves attracted to another player. Oh, are they attracted to the player, or are they attracted to their avatar? Oh. <laughs> Like, I think oh, people are really strong as their <laughs> No, and it's just you. And they meet in real life. It's like, where's your horns? Yeah, you like, I got a horn, baby. You don't have bugs flying around you. <laughs> you really should, because that's what I'm into. Yeah, is this, this a, is this a thing? Do people actually meet on World of Warcraft? Absolutely. Yeah, wow. I've I've actually known a lot of people to do so. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, I don't... oh, you know what? This totally reminds me of. Uh, there was this viral video. A couple years ago of like a, a funeral possession, like somebody died uh-huh. in ri- IRL, you know, in real life they died. And so in the game, all of their friends uh, did like this little ceremony in game. But uh, halfway <laughs> yeah, yeah, through the funeral ceremony, it was uh, ambushed by no, a mob no. of, uh, of people that I guess just wanted to stir some trouble. No. And they started murdering everybody. Do not have a funeral procession <laughs> in a PvP uh, area. That is ridiculous. <laughs> I did see that But video. it was one of the greatest things I'd ever seen. <laughs> and you know, they were wiping away their tears with frustration. I love it. Oh, I've known would... a lot of like non-WoW players that get into those videos. Like oh, yeah, yeah. the Leroy Jenkins one. <laughs> oh yeah, Leroy! <laughs> Did he just run in there? Yeah. I mean, non-WoW players find that funny and hilarious. It is funny, because, like, even, like, outside of World of Warcraft, like, any game you're playing, or even in real life, like, you don't do that. (laughs) You don't don't run to a cave with a bunch of dragonkin. Who's the idiot that just ran in there? Like, they're formulating a plan, like, okay, look, we're gonna do Alpha Formation Zeta, and uh, you're gonna, you know, hit the healing spells right away, and then Leroy just runs right in. I love it. (laughs) Love it. Yeah, but anyway, you know that's a note to um, gamers out there. You know, just not stop. to hold funerals in World of Warcraft. Well, that, but I mean, this whole thing—you can go see a fun little graphic that has all sorts of um, 
like statistics. Yeah, a little statistics yeah. on onlineuniversity.net. Well, yeah, you know, so stop filling out those match.com profiles and you know, start slaying some dragonkin and Black Rock Mountain and you'll have more fun. Show off that fat sword. That's right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> And not that fat ass. Hey, yeah. <laughs> and sequel news for movies. As most of us know, Men in Black 3 is right around the corner. Yeah, I'm kind of looking forward to it. What? I know. Look, I see the look on Tim's face. Versus edition. You're not looking forward <laughs> no, to it. No, Black no, no, no. I'm, I'm looking at this picture of, of, on, of Fabio on the roller coaster when they. Oh, when the bird, when the bird hit him in the face. face. That Why was an angry bird. Yeah, because angry bird an stuff. Angry bird. And his face is all bloody. Because I'm, somebody I'm sorry, shot Fabio. the bird with a slingshot right at his face. Bullseye. I apologize, Fabio. Yeah. Um, no, I'm, I'm, you know, <laughs> listen, I, you know, I haven't had a chance to really get into this on the podcast yet, mm. but I'm a huge Will Smith fan, so you can put out, he can put out anything, and I'm in a the theater. Well, so wait, wait, wait. People might be asking. Well, wait. Themselves. In that case, this movie's gonna suck. I don't want to see money. <laughs> Well, yeah, hate Will Smith. Disagree, right? Beyond the movie, okay. you may be asking yourself, where is the latest Will Smith single that will most definitely play oh. during the credits is and have a song? on the radio all the time? It might happen. It's not going to happen. He Come does on. a song for every movie, though. Break your nut. But he hasn't done that like, since Men in Black 2. Well, yeah. Well, you know. Wait, wait, wait. Well, okay, since then. Well, yeah, yeah, Wild, like Wild, Wild West, West. Uh, Men in Wicked Black. Wild, wow. And um, <laughs> I Am Legend, they had uh, Vampires Just Don't Understand. Did they? <laughs> no, no, they didn't have that. No. Why did I fall for that? I'm an idiot. <laughs> I quit. <laughs> make a mockery out of me. I knew it was a joke. I'll make a mockery out of myself. Uh, but unfortunately, the news broke that Will Smith will not be recording a single for I the knew movie. It. He's, oh. he's over Is he, He's over rapping. You think yeah. he could pass it on to Will? You know, like, hey, right, right. Yeah, that's true. He has kids that can do this kind of stuff. Wasn't now. one of his kids in. Uh, the second man in black? Am I making that up? Oh, I don't know. Could have been. Okay. Could have been a little cameo awesome. in there. Yeah. But anyway, they did. Michael Jackson was. He they was. did say I who was EGM. doing the song. Uh, Pitbull, Dr. Pepper's favorite patient, will be doing the theme song. <laughs> oh, okay. And I say that because he's always in those commercials. <laughs> oh, right. Well, I mean. But he's he's not even related to the concept of the movie. I mean, he's just another artist doing another song. Oh, uh, of course. Yeah. It's whoever's popular at the time. I mean, every movie has a soundtrack. I know, but well, not every movie. Yeah, you know, they could have kept it up. You know, at least, like I said, passing the torch. But yeah. You know. Also, in other sequel news, Warner Brothers announced The Hangover Part Three. That'll be released May twenty okay. fourth. I don't know how two thousand thirteen. How many? How many times can someone get drunk? I don't know. But well, I no. can be very much and you know, yeah, exactly. You know, how different is the movie going to be? I saw the first one. I did not see the second one because the first movie wasn't. I haven't seen so Hilarious. Many. I didn't think it was as funny as everybody no, made it seem. Honestly. Not at all. I did not think the Like, first I saw movie. it in the theater, and I, and I left, and I was like, what the hell was the big deal about this film again? Yeah. I enjoyed role models way more than the Role models was role, very funny. Role models yeah, was extremely funny to yeah. me. But all you heard about was Feels hang over this, hang over that. Yeah. I didn't see the second one. I don't care that they're making a third one. No. You know, I mean, whatever. I mean, where are they going to It's be just now? a cash Thailand? cow at Wait, this point, anyway. You know what I mean? It's making so much money, they're just going to keep making them as long as people oh, yeah, I'm sure. continue keep paying, to yeah. see them. So, I mean, whatever. I, I could already imagine a four and a five. I mean, yeah. they're just going to oh, take just it keep, to every big place. You keep know? getting drunk and keep going to different countries. <laughs> go to Tokyo, go to Egypt. You yeah. know, just screw up you know, everything there. Oh, yeah. And also the sequel to 300. 
Fallout oh, uh, yeah. 300, Battle of Artemis or something like that. Oh, great reading. <laughs> I, I heard about this. I just wrote it in brief. Yeah. And I've heard of that. They announced this a long time ago, though. Rumor of the Well, they gave it a date. It's going to come out uh, August 2nd, 2013. Oh. Okay, next year. You know, yeah, next it's, year. Who's, you know, uh, does it have a director? I'm sorry to cut you off. Oh, okay. No. Uh, I don't even know if anybody does. Anybody still care? I'm not trying to about three hundred. Yeah. Was, oh, you know what I'm thinking about? I'm thinking about Sin City. Um, no, because they're still talking about making good. a sequel to that. Well, because okay, but you see, that makes more sense. Sin City had more uh, books to draw yeah, the movie from. Three hundred only had the one book right. that they took so a lot to of liberties with. Sequel. You know, I hate when they they force yeah sequels out of things. Like you know? you know, like oh, we made a lot of money. Let's just do something. Right. I mean, that's what they're doing with Clash of the Titans and Wrath of the Titans. But yeah, you know, I don't know. Is this I'm not the that uh, pumped about it? Yeah, the director is uh, No Murrow. Okay. What do you do? Interesting. He's, HBO he did a Smart People, oh. which was like in 2008. And then beyond that, he did some other oh. minor stuff. I did see that movie. I before. haven't. I haven't seen this Smart People. Yeah, it was so so. It was, you know, just kind of something that you'll see did on it, FX. Did in the it scream uh, CGI blood action? Absolutely, yeah. Ellen Page was just cutting the hell out okay. of uh, really Dennis Quaid. Page. Dennis Quaid and yeah. Sarah Michelle, uh, not Sarah Michelle, <laughs> Sarah Jessica Parker. Uh, yeah, you know, like same three part name. Mm-hmm. I could say any name. I mean, no one's oh, yeah. seen this movie, so it doesn't even matter. <laughs> <laughs> no. But um, yeah, and also look out for some. I mean, you could just put a two behind any popular movie now, and well, yeah, it'll well, that's be accurate. The, sometime. That's the trend. Yeah, but now, you know, they're bringing back movies from, you know, 80s and 90s. Look out for Beetlejuice 2, which... I have heard about that. I haven't heard about this. I don't yeah. think it's official, but... Who's, uh, is, is Beetle, who's Beetlejuice? Well, they want They Michael want Michael Keaton, Keaton yeah. Okay. Like, I think they're only going to do it if he does it. Okay. Okay, right. uh, also, nobody say uh, the title again. We said it twice, so... <laughs> <laughs> uh, we don't right. want... Yeah. Or do we want uh, it? Yeah, if we, if we say it, then it'll show happen. show it up, that'd be cool. Uh, what? What? Yeah, man. Okay, maybe. As long as it's you not like, as long never, as it's not like the animated series. But you can't tell me you never cool. you never wanted to just walk down that little that little town that he was in. Yeah. Like I always wanted yeah, to live cool. there. I was like, that's just I little. don't know that I would live there. I would. Okay. I think uh, But only because I have to disagree with you. Okay. I, I did enjoy their depiction of the afterlife though. I thought it was uh very well done, very funny. Well if there's I a like sequel, I think uh, Johnny Depp will be moving into the... <laughs> let's say it. I was hoping something would happen. <laughs> nah, but Johnny Depp will be in there somewhere, I'm sure. Oh, He's got to be in there, because... And Helena Bonham Carter, of course. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They're, they're all going to make it. Because they only want to do it if Tim Burton directs and Michael Keaton is the star, mm-hmm. so... Well, you know, Michael and Keaton... And that just that reminds me that Tim Burton directed that film, right? Didn't he? Or am I just yeah. making that up? Okay. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Just well, like we, Mars we Attacks. Tim Burton conversation last week. We were talking about like what my favorite Tim Burton film yeah. was, and I forgot about that one. Okay. That's one of them. Okay. That's one of them. Well, you can add that to mine. And Mars Attacks. <laughs> and uh, Sleepy Hollow. No, I don't know about that. Ever Hands was good, though. That's beside the point. The point <laughs> is that I love Nightmare Before Christmas. That and was the point? That was the point. <laughs> I thought we were talking about Beetlejuice. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's the fourth time, so it was nullified. Okay, great. Uh, it has to be <laughs> increments of three. They, they're waiting so Multiples. long with these sequels now. I don't know what to expect. Yeah, but, you know, if Michael Keaton's down for it, hey, who's to say it won't be a fucking amazing film? Yeah, I, Michael Keaton was good in. Um, I miss Michael Keaton. He hasn't been doing anything. He was in the other guys. Like I said, he hasn't been doing anything. Okay. <laughs> Did you see that movie? Yeah, it sucks okay. to me. Well, it had uh, 
Sam Jackson and The Rock jumped off of a building. That was the best part. That was the best part. Because it was like, what was their plan? And it was like, you're ready? Yeah, let's do this. And they just they jumped, jumped to their death. There was no bush or anything underneath. They just jumped to their death. They were so full of themselves. Oh. Well, that's good news. I'm yeah. on that. Yeah. yeah, well, it's all just you know talk right now. There's yeah. nothing uh, official. So yeah. don't go I mean, out you know, and buy tickets yet. It, it could work too. I mean, yeah, you know, Michael King's a little older, but you know, enough makeup and prosthetics, right. and yeah. he'll look like Beetlejuice. And nobody will know the difference. They're talking. It's going to be in real time. It's going to be 25 to 26 years later. Okay. But, but then again, you know, he shouldn't age in the afterlife, so they're going to have to make him look very similar. Yeah. Good point. I would hate for them to bring in a new actor on that. I mean, good point also. Yeah, just just CGI the whole guy. Yeah, keep agreeing with him already. <laughs> he he's can't catch for, a break. He's looking for an ally. <laughs> hey, man, they gave me fried fish earlier. I cut my I, hair for this. I, I have allegiance to the fried fish. All right. <laughs> I didn't get any fried fish. It was all gone by the time you got here. Oh, Catering yeah. left. Likely story. <laughs> anyway, this has been Jesse Sigley with your final dose of your geekly news. Okay, well, it looks like we're coming to that point now. We're going to wrap up the second, the second, yes, episode of Geekly Dose number two, right? Yep. So we're going to call this, you know, in, in, in Geekly Dose two, in the spirit of Saints Row, we're going to call it Geekly Dose the second. Yes, right? Or, <laughs> or what? Geekly Dose Dose. Yeah, Geekly <laughs> Dose Dose. I like that actually. Well, I totally hope you guys have enjoyed this episode. Um. I have not. Do you have anything planned for next week? Do you have? Um. Oh yeah. Actually, next week. Uh, I'm. I'm not sure if if I'm gonna do this for the the comic or the video game section because it could be uh both. But I'm gonna be reviewing uh, a novel by Ernest Klein called Ready Player One. Awesome okay. novel. That that that. Oh, okay. That's yeah, cool. I, I finished it a couple of days ago. It was really good. Great. Okay. And on my end, you know, since it's since I'm doing movies, movie reviews, movie news, it kind of depends on what I can watch before then. <laughs> and it kind of depends on what happens in the world of movies before sure. then. So I don't want to announce something now and then something bigger happen between the next podcast mm-hmm. and then I switch over to that. So I'll just pick something or a film or something. It'll be a surprise. That's right. Much like the news. And that's the best thing you could possibly want is surprise. I mean, who wasn't surprised by the whole alien thing, you know, with uh, exactly. TMNT? Yeah. We were just having this massive conversation was, about it, and then that happened like the next day. The I next was, day, I was yeah. taken so. back. I audibly gasped when I heard <laughs> that they would be So aliens. what you're saying is that people were able to hear it when yes, you did it. Yes, it was so oh, audible. Man. My neighbors were pounding on the walls, not because I gasped, just because they're assholes. But <laughs> that's not the point. I stood out of my chair and said, Release the Kraken! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you guys for coming back to another episode of Geekly Dose. Um, actually, I wanted to point out something that I didn't bring up last time is that I have a Twitter page. Oh. So if anybody wants to follow me wow. for any reason, I don't know why. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> you can follow me because you I'm hardly negative. tweet. <laughs> I know, but say see, that. Okay, I don't know why you would ever want to follow me. <laughs> I, I, I only have like 18 followers, and you know, I hardly mm-hmm. tweet. But if I somehow accumulated a lot more i would probably tweet a lot more okay so you want to follow me at at timber bridgewater one sure on twitter well as long as we're uh plugging our twitter accounts you can follow me at steve nosentelli and uh i tweet spelled oh uh how do i spell my name uh that is actually s-t-e-v-e even though i spell my name with the ph what Uh, n-o-c-e-n-t-e-l-l-i 
Wow. If you go to my website, uh, Real Super, which is, of course, real-super.com, mm-hmm. uh, there's a link to my Twitter uh, on there. In fact, the Twitter feed itself is on the website. Okay. Yeah. I tweet more than Tim, also. Uh, yeah, way more. So follow me instead versus edition. Well, don't follow me at Twitter at Sigily. <laughs> uh, you don't need to follow me. Aww. I mean, I post something, but nothing. Yeah. No, I would rather you go to Facebook and like the awesome podcast network where this is being oh, very, displayed yes, on. Oh, yes, yes, of course. Of course. There is uh, the awesome podcast network on Facebook, which, like he said, is being hosted there as long as, uh, as well as the other podcasts that he'll be doing. So yeah, that'll be a good way to get in touch with us and uh, et cetera. Yeah, and also well ask as, us questions at uh, geeklydose at gmail.com. And we have, man, we need to start writing this stuff down. Yeah. Um, I'm yeah, gonna email <laughs> I'm gonna email our, ourselves just so that we have emails in there. Nah, Thank nah, you. nah, we'll get some questions. We'll get some questions. <laughs> we need to get our secretary to uh, get on that. Oh um, yeah. yeah. No, seriously, if you have like a suggestion for like a, a game you might want me to talk about or a movie you want Tim to talk about. That would be super. Because I want you I, to we talk can't, about Bubble Bobble. We can't always... Okay, because I played through all 100 levels of Bubble so Bobble I. when I was little with my friend Brad, so I can talk about that. Yeah, let's talk about it. Especially level 28. Okay, I'm going to have to refresh my memory. <laughs> all right, well, you know what to look forward to next week from these guys. <laughs> bubble Conversation bubble. about Bubble Bobble, whatever the hell that is. Oh, come on. <laughs> it's a game from the NES. Oh, uh, whatever. Yeah. It had a sequel nobody played. So. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> Okay, well, everyone, thank you very much for listening to the Geekly Dose, um, Geekly Dose, the very uh, the second episode. Yes, and we'll thank everybody for tuning in and uh, the Weekly Dose of Geekly Dose. I'm Tim Bridgewater. I'm Stephen Nosentelli. I'm Jesse Sedgley. Come back next week for your next dose. Thank you, guys. If we don't die first.